Hello, thanks for listening. This is Pastor Steve Waldron, your host of Biblical Archaeology Today. We're going to be looking at the ancient city of Hazor and some of the archaeological finds that have been discovered there. You read about this, you know, basically in Judges and a little beyond Judges into the Kingdom period. So we're on pages 338-339 of the Thompson Chain Reference Bible, Archaeological Supplement. We kind of use that as our base, offer some commentary around it. So let's get started, this exciting look at Hazor. This is the home of Jabin, king of Hazor, located four miles southwest of the waters of Miram on a magnificent mound, some 200 acres, situated at the crossroads of two international trade routes. Its position was commanding enough for it to be styled the head of all the northern kingdoms of the Canaanites. That's Joshua 11 and 10. So in Joshua's conquest period, even a little before the judges, Joshua destroyed the place, but it was rebuilt by Solomon along with Megiddo and Gezer, 1 Kings 9.15 for that reference. Tiglath-Pileser, the third of Assyria, destroyed it in 733 BC when he was coming to conquer the northern kingdom. Garstang, and Garstang, prominent biblical archaeologist, probably most famous for his excavation of Jericho and the amazing discoveries of the walls being just like the Bible said, carried on a preliminary examinations of the mound now called Tel el Quadab in 1928 and concluded that Hazor was destroyed by Joshua about 1400 BC, but his examinations were too brief to be considered conclusive. 1955, Professor Yigel Yadin, we've encountered him before on these podcasts, began excavations of Hazor under the sponsorship of James A. de Rothschild. These excavations have been carried on for many years by as many as 200 laborers directed by Dr. Yaden, a staff of 45 archaeologists, architects, photographers, draftsmen, and students of archaeology. And let me just say this. Archaeology is, above all things, a labor of love. It is hot. It is hard work. It is backbreaking. It is tedious and meticulous. So you needed a sponsor like a Rothschild to be able to have this enormous uh, manpower to do this. The site comprises two distinct areas. The citadel is 120 feet high and covers 25 acres, while at its foot on the north lies a rectangular plateau comprising about 175 acres, which at times was used as a camp area, other times as a residential area. The entire city was fortified by great walls and wide beaten earth rampart strong enough to give confidence to any may have held the place. On the citadel area was the excavators found 10 city levels which meant citadels and temples built on top of each other. On the Solomonic level was a splendid gate almost identical in size and style with the one found at Megiddo as well as one found later at Gezer. Yadin's conclusion was that they were built the same royal architect. The Israelite settlement was confined to the 25-acre citadel area. So 
10 different layers, again, so common because people built cities and areas for various reasons that were conducive to cities, water, arable land, defensibility, and all this. On the lower rectangular plateau was found a Canaanite temple, 55 by 80 feet. In the Holy of Holies of the temple was found a complete set of ritual furniture and implements. Also four bronze figurines, many cylinder seals, and an Egyptian scarab or a religious beetle. Seal belonging to Amhentep III, 1413-1376 B.C. Destruction of the city by Tiglath-Pileser III in 733 B.C. was vividly illustrated by layers of ashes and charred fragments found in the citadel and all the other places of this period. The many vessels were in their places, which seemed to indicate that destruction came suddenly.